theater. It's the theater of radio. The theater of radio. <laughs> <laughs> wow. In the theater of radio, I have hair. <laughs> yeah. You can have whatever you want. Uh, yeah, it's glowing. Yeah, wow, yeah. tie, tie that back. Yeah. I have like Fabio hair. It's, I'm like Fabio. It's like so far behind me. People are like running on my hair. Hey, so. we have a name now. Oh, yeah? The Between Holes. There we go. Just, uh, between, just Between Holes. Between Holes. The Between Holes. The Between Holes. <laughs> That's a little more definitive. Like, what's between your holes? Hey, <laughs> I thought this was a family-friendly show. It is. It is. That's like what's in your wallet, okay? Oh, I don't. I'm just okay. When, you, when your eyes got all narrow and you kind of leaned in and said, what's between your holes? <laughs> what's between your holes? Yeah. Yeah. There's ways. It's so sexual. There's always ways that you could put it. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> But, you know, hulls, hulls is one of those things that people think that you're saying other words. So unless you're boating, when, you, when you're around boats and you say hulls, everybody knows what you're saying. But if you're on land... And you're like between halls. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> hey man, I have a girlfriend. <laughs> so, um, uh, uh, you were the one that was going to call it three men and Robbie. Okay? So like that. Okay, that's, uh, you're not going to help it. You're not going to get any chicks that way. Let me tell you. So. That's that's fair. That's fair. I still think that'd be a good name. So wait, uh, Ensenada Customs. Yeah, we're having customs issues. No, we're not, really, because well, we are officially in Mexico as people. The, the people had no customs right, issues. Right, yeah. The, the cat was like, it was like, done. Um, people kept asking me, like, are you, like, what's it going to be like arriving in Mexico via boat? Are they going to, like, you like, well, armed soldiers board the boat, and as soon as you arrive in Mexican waters, and I was like, no, it's not like the United States. No. That's what that's what <laughs> no, we do. No, right? no, that's they don't care do. at all here. The rest of the world does not do that, and um, because we stayed here at the beautiful, we have to give a shout out to the Hotel Coral, which mm-hmm. is they've kind of been awesome. Um, we're here at this place called Hotel Coral, so we're not really in Ensenada proper. We're sort of on the edge of town, just north of town, in yes. our own little marina basin, kind of. And um, then we can see across the harbor, and we're looking at where all the big cruise ships dock and where the sort of the commercial port is and everything like that. But we're far away from that. Uh, so when I read online what it's like for small sailboats to come and enter in Ensenada... They weren't staying at the very beautiful Hotel Coral. They were going to the municipal dock. So, like, where we were earlier today, there is, like, a municipal dock where you can pull up for free to do your customs for the day, right? And right at that dock is the police station. So, it's, like, Mm. (laughs) it's a way different feel than being here at the hotel. This was super nice. We showed Uh, up. I I asked the guy, are we allowed to get off the boat? He's like, what? Sure. <laughs> why? Why? That's a dumb question. Uh, you know, in America, when we, what you'll, you'll, you'll see why uh, that feels better when we come back to Florida on the other end of this trip, and we have to clear customs in Florida. Mm. Um, when the United States just treats uh, boats and people completely differently, and uh, we have a much more um, armed approach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Welcome to America. We're showing you our guns. Armed would so. be the right word. Yeah. Here it's in Mexico. It's beautiful. We're this. Uh, we're sort of here preseason, so um, the fishing season and the holiday season doesn't really get started until March or May, rather. And um, it's also like Easter and Passover week, so things are pretty mellow around here right Super now. Super mellow. Yeah. 
not much fishing, not much boating going on. But um, and the marina has a lot of empty slips. I'm sure these are the transient slips that they kind of leave open uh, mm-hmm. throughout the year. But the locals are really nice. Everybody's been, you know, the the dock feels totally safe and friendly. The view uh, into town is amazing. Last night that moonrise, oh, that was epic. Was incredible. That was epic. Yeah, full moon rising over town. I mean. Psh- when do you ever get to see that? I will say the period of time that spanned from when we left Los Angeles to just about when we got here was not as pleasant for me, at least. I, I I'm with three seasoned sailors. <laughs> well, I mean, and you're get, but look at how much better you got. So we left. We left. This Marie- is day six. Today is day six. If we're counting the departure from Ventura as day one, that's true. But and you did stay on the boat, but you stayed on land for three days in Marina del Rey or a couple days. That's true. So that's so true. really your first. And you said this was your first overnight. So yeah, last that time, was. I yeah. guess we should zoom out. Maybe we left yeah. Los Angeles. Yeah. Uh, two days ago and did a 26-hour sail down to Ensenada, yep. which is what we have been talking about for the last five minutes. Yeah, and we departed Marina del Rey a little later than we thought. Uh, we had to go get uh, top off on fuel, so we didn't get out of Marina del Rey until 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Yep. So usually, and this is what Alan was saying, so we're in Marina del Rey and we're preparing for this 26-hour sail overnight here to Ensenada. Mm-hmm. And if we had gotten out in the morning, we would have arrived here in the morning instead of yes. in the afternoon. And uh, in the morning, the winds are down. So we would have gotten out with low winds and we would arrive with low winds. Instead, oh, yeah. we did it the opposite way. We got out at yeah. 2 o'clock <laughs> and the winds were up. And there were definitely some 7 to 10 foot rollers out there coming out of across the Pacific. Not a big deal, like you say, for seasoned sailors. Me and everybody on board is just like, hey, here we go. But if you've never gone out in the ocean and gone offshore in that kind of weather, it is an interesting adjustment to see the waves come above sort of like the back of the boat. <laughs> yeah. You, you, you have when you're sitting between two waves. Yeah, in the trough. Change the name again. Between waves? Between When you're sitting in the trough, you're like surrounded by water on all four sides. And there's a moment where you forget that the boat is going to float over it. <laughs> Because they come, and the rolling motion, for me at least, left me very, very seasick. You know, you did recover quick, though. I, I have to say, you uh, you use C-bands? Did you take any medication or I anything? I did. I was popping Dramamine like they were Tic Tacs. <laughs> uh, well, and you put the C-bands on, but honestly, really, I think it's a little bit of time and uh, adaptation. So by the end of the 24 hours, you seemed much more, you were right up on deck when we came in here in Ensenada. Yeah, that was fun. Once I got over yeah. it, it was fine. And yeah. As like you said, you just kind of have to get used to always being moving, which yeah. was a little hard. I, I mean, on this boat, it's a little bit easier. I have to say that she, uh, Catsby rides really well on the sea. Like, uh, compared to the previous boat, where there was a lot of slapping and a lot more sort of jerky motion as you went over the mm. waves. Uh, they call that um, sea keeping. So she keeps the sea very well. And um, I think that she, the engines really did well. The throttles are a little wonky. But our first 26-hour sail, it was kind of amazing, really. Um, you know, the four of us are out here in the Pacific, all of us out here for the first time, really. Yep. And um, we're making this destination trip down, at, you know, crossing down all the way to Ensenada. First point of entry, folks, if you're going to really stop, is just south of San Diego at Tijuana. And um, we decided to go further. You can enter in different ports of entry if you want want to so uh we decide to enter here in ensenada which is uh you know it's it's 60 miles down south of the border so it's a little further down 
There we go. And it's been pretty nice. I mean, we the only issues we've had have been issues with us. Uh, the, the system <laughs> they have for importing. So the deal is we need to get a temporary import permit in order to have the boat in Mexico legally. However, uh, that was a little confusing because at the import office, they handed us back our passports and said, don't worry, you'll never get stopped. Well, no, 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 no. <laughs> that's, so why are we know, here? <laughs> that's okay. So what we went to was the port office and it was kind of interesting. So they have the system here is that when the first point of entry, if you own a boat, right? You have to get the, like you said, the temporary import permit called the tip, right? So temporary import uh, import permit is what allows you to have your boat in Mexico and that they have them for cars and motorcycles so if you're an American that's coming down in your camper or something you have to get one of these tips for your camper so anyway we have to get one for the boat and we also have to uh, get a Mexican visa because we're going to be here for more than 24 hours we're actually going to be here for a couple of weeks oh, yeah. um, so it'll take us almost two weeks to transit uh, the Mexican coast and make it all the way down um, and then through uh, that our last stop will be in Chiapas and then we will proceed further down and we have to skip a couple of countries along the way but we'll end up in Costa Rica and then Panama yep but um, but yeah actually I was amazed um, they don't board the boat um, they just we go in over to a little office and so there's three things that happen there there is the Bandercito, which is the bank of the military, which issues the transport permit. Uh -huh. There is the customs office, which issues our visas uh, for the people on the boat. Mm -hmm. And that was nothing. They just, you know, fill out a form, bang, stamp it. I thought it was really cool because ours have a visa that says crew. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, so it's officially cool. we're a crew on a sailboat in our visa, which I think is awesome. And, um, and then uh, you have to have the registration, not just for the boat, but for the dinghy on the back. And that kind of held us up for a minute. That did held us up. And um, so if you ever come down here, make sure that you have all your documentation. You have to have the original uh, registration for the big boat. And you have to have the title for the dinghy. You also have to have the serial numbers for the engines. Yep. And you have to have uh, all that information. Uh, and, of course, all the crew's passports. But really, the hotel uh, was really great. A lot of boaters say that they're really awesome. For a fee, they basically take you through this whole process. They fill out all your forms for you for like 160 bucks or $100 or something, depending on which day. We're trying to get out in one day. Yeah. So, so we're on the we're like greasing the wheels here a little bit. A little grease, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing you have to remember to do is uh, tell the previous owner of the boat to check out of Mexico oh, before man. you leave. That's, that's yeah. currently what the holdup is. Yeah, according to Mexico, the boat that we're on never left. Uh, the previous owner came on on like a two-day vacation down here mm -hmm. and never... Technically, what you do is get this temporary import permit and you check in, get the permit, and then when you leave Mexico, you, you check, check out. out of Mexico. And um, yeah, it's kind of crazy. It's good for... It's good for... A year, so he must have gotten in the last year, or uh, then it expires. Because that was yeah. my question: if he was here like a while ago, it was. But it's good for a year, basically, um, and it could be good for us. We could end up having to hit Cozumel on the other side of this trip. You know, weather could force us on the Gulf side uh, of Mexico. Interesting. So the temporary okay. import permit would be good on the other side of Mexico too. So that means we shouldn't check out until we're sure we're not going to be back? Well, we could check back in. So oh, you could we check could, in, check out? Yes. You could check out of, uh, of Chiapas and still use the same temporary... That's what they said. That's what the lady was kind enough to explain. You can still use the same tip uh, if you decide to come into the Gulf side. 
there we go kind of cool yeah actually they make it really easy uh, i think other countries do a better job of this than america does we're really hardcore in america like again you'll see when we get to florida like how crazy it is um you know it really is a different feel like with armed homeland security agents and stuff like that so and yeah um you know like they said you're probably not going to get pulled over we're going to get our fishing registrations and all that too make sure that we fish legally and um and yeah because uh, we're going to be here for two thousand miles i think it's worth the 44 dollars to get the annual fishing yeah, I permit. Think so. yeah and uh that's that's about it i mean coming up next will be a four day trip to cabo which is going to be pretty exciting I'm, I'm excited to get seasick all over again for a day i don't think you will i think that we're going to get back out there and you're going to be surprised at how not seasick you are again i really hope you're right i <laughs> really 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 hope you're right plus we're going to try and time it for a calmer departure uh even if it's in the afternoon if we depart this evening the winds will be down this evening that'll be nice and i think if, if if i can settle in like if we leave it a nice yeah. win- weather window because when we left we were going right up against the waves <laughs> and it was whipping wind well we were broadside yeah we were, yeah. We were uh, coming out of marina del rey it was definitely a rocky rolly day it was a sailor's day as we call it so uh not for the passengers not for you know Robin. what i mean the three men were okay <laughs> <laughs> no you're all right and and again i think that any i mean i think anybody who hasn't done a lot of this has to have a little bit of adaptation but your body does it quick it's really kind of a mental game too it's like you have to let your body be adapted not be afraid to just go out there and do it yeah exactly i like it well between holes day six episode two <laughs> of the show i like it that's a little check-in from ensenada we will hit you back later alan is going to teach us how to run a logbook there you go so yeah and, i learn you learn here and then on the later show. when maybe on this five-day run but we can't remember we can't tell you about the barrel until we're no. offshore okay <laughs> Wait, <I'm>, jesus <laughs> we barrel. have to preview the barrel though we're gonna we have to we have to get we have to do a little mcguffin on the barrel Bar- so. barrel's gonna what is the mcguffin we're gonna okay we put the kibosh <laughs> on the barrel for now <laughs> goodbye <Yeah. laughs>